Hi, welcome to another edition of Luke-alike. We're episode 14 and we're at Luke chapter 2. Now if you do the math on that, that means we're going to have a whole lot of episodes by the time we get to the end of the book of Luke. I don't have an exact number because we're just kind of taking it in chunks as we go. So, But being in Luke 2, you probably are sitting there going, wait a minute, I know about Luke 2. Of course you do. It is the Christmas story. And so last time we spent all our time in Luke 2, verse 1. Let's go ahead and jump forward to Luke chapter 2, verse 2. See how that works? It says this, This was the first registration when Cyrenius was the governor of Syria, and all went to register, each to their own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of David, to Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Uh, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the end. A familiar passage. May we hear this during the Christmas season. I preach out of this passage regularly during the Christmas season. And there's a lot here. And I think you're familiar with it, so I probably will be a little bit briefer with it, um, just for the sake of this conversation as we keep plowing through the book of Luke. Um, when you go back and you figure out Joseph, in verse 4, went from Galilee, Nazareth, to Judea, the city of David. It's about 100 miles. So imagine a 100-mile trip for Joseph and Mary. Mary is pregnant uh, and probably not traveling uh, as well or as nimbly as she would like because the time is close for her to give birth. That made it a tough 100 miles, a hard 100 miles. I can guarantee you Joseph was worried about Mary. Um, Mary was with Joseph uh, for a couple of reasons. One, um, the scorn maybe of the community. Of, they were coming from the Nazareth. But then also, um, Joseph had promised to take care of Mary and make sure that Jesus was going to be okay. And so he too is fulfilling the promise that he has made and the obligation that he has um, to do what's right and what's best. And then it says, while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and put him in a manger because there's no place for them in the end. Uh, interesting, swaddling clothes. Normally, uh, a common thing in this particular area of the world, swaddling clothes would basically bind up the baby, hold that baby and make that baby close and secure. Uh, baby couldn't move around a whole lot, but the swallowing clothes would hold that child um, and, and give that child a feeling of comfort, or that was the thought in the day. Mary and Joseph are traveling. There's a lot of speculation as to these swaddling clothes. It was customary in that century that when people traveled great distances, and 100 miles would have been a great distance, that they basically would wear what was a, a shawl, if you will, a garment that would go on the outside of their normal traveling garment or clothes. And in some ways it was a death shawl, meaning that um, traveling was hazardous and if something bad happened, um, this particular garment would be used to um, wrap up the person that had died and preserve them 
so that they could be found and picked up later on the side of the road, or they could be buried wherever they were. I mean, if they didn't make the trip, this would become the, the burial wrap for them. It was a very common thing for the era to have people travel with shawls like that. It is thought, or speculated by some, that for Jesus, these swaddling clothes uh, were not something that Mary got in the shower before she left. That didn't happen. Uh, but instead, the swaddling clothes were made of the death shawl that she would have traveled in. You say, well, is that true? I have no idea. But wouldn't it be just like God or appropriate that as the infant Jesus enters the world, he's wrapped in a burial cloth that ultimately would set the tone for what would happen some 33 years later? Anyway, that's a thought as to what's happening there. Uh, the other piece of the puzzle that, again, becomes wildly interesting is that um, for Mary and Joseph, uh, not finding a room at the inn um, becomes a little bit cloudy when it comes to history because the city is just packed. I mean, and so it, it's just full. So this becomes um, Jesus being born in, in essence, a barn uh, where animals were taken care of. Joseph would have done his best uh, to make it as comfortable as possible. But it's into that environment um, that Jesus is born. And um, when you read that, again, he is born in a place, Bethlehem, that is called the house of bread. Uh, he is the bread of life. And so it's almost as if the bread has finally reached the bakery, if you will, and Jesus is born. All of that is wrapped into a couple of verses, which are sideline notes, background stuff that has to do with the Christmas story that a lot of times maybe you don't hear about at Christmas time. Um, but since we're doing a slow walk through the book of Luke, I wanted to share those with you. And so, next time we read the Christmas story, think about those things. Uh, I know you're familiar with it. I look forward to joining you again next time on Luke Alike.